Yeah, on it, like when we were kids, it was like that. We I remember thinking those guys are professionals or something. Like, right. you know. <laughs> it's like these guys are training like to go up, right? Yeah, they're training. Yeah. They're going like they're going to space camp because they've been selected to, <laughs> to, to, go, to go up. You, you got that feeling when you're like twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Come to find out, it was just a bunch of jackasses like us. <laughs> back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. We're back here with you in the month of August, late August, with episode 35. Welcome. Welcome, folks. In a very special episode, it, in fact. Yeah. The uh, This year marks the uh, third anniversary of uh, the, the pilgrimage to the eclipse. Yep. Third yep. anniversary <laughs> of totality of the August 21st, 2017 eclipse. Which we David and I went to see with uh, with Race Chaser Dad, of course, the the saga, um, and we we ventured down there, took a couple pit, or had a couple other ideas of where to go, but ultimately landed in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, and then when we got back, needed a way to share our enthusiasm for we, what we had seen and in all the space things that we are passionate about, and, and the podcast was that. So three years later, here we are, episode 35, one month short of 36, of course, because of the March yep. COVID nightmare. But um, yeah, episode 35, that's pretty nuts. In it for the long haul. Welcome aboard. Well, shoot, shoot. <laughs> if you're new. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> I noticed you boys are sporting a uh, very nice shirt. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Silky. nipping out currently. Silky smooth. This is the new uh, the new swag. Eclipse on tap on yep. front with the logo on back. We got our social handles. Yep. Where you can find us on the social media. Yeah. Um, so we have that on the back. I like how we got the, the size is just right on both the front and the back. Yeah. As far as the font goes. So the especially if you're uh, you're standing in line behind me at the gas station bathroom, you can yeah. see what, I, what mm, we got eclipse on tap yeah that's right it, it, yep. it, they're nice and they're silky smooth we went with a kind of a athletic gray or something was the name yeah like a light gray yeah um and i, I really like them so working on setting up a, a online commerce it, site so yep so soon uh we just did the first batch a smaller batch to see how they were what the quality was like if we liked the positioning of the logo and it turned out great so we're gonna step forward into that that next uh jump up into being able to post it on our social media and um have it have it available to people that listen and and want to wear it so so yeah you'll uh you'll be able to see some photos of us uh rocking the shirt um here i think we'll post a few on uh on the social on the social handle but um definitely uh a nice little perk to have uh have these we can support these uh we go to our as you know local gratin um series that we do but we could sport these shirts we had some uh new fans we did that took part in the in the uh the the love of the shirts but um no i think it's <clears throat> good to have something like this outside of you know everything else that we do and all the the cycling kit this kind of goes along with it but yeah for sure yeah for the non-cyclists that don't yeah. necessarily want to show everything off. yeah exactly for the enthusiasts yeah. for for people that um our friends of the podcast yeah, right. that want to want to sport it. So, yeah. 
super exciting. Hopefully we'll have that up soon, maybe within the next uh, month or probably by the, maybe by the time we do episode 36. Yeah. We'll be, well, and we were talking at dinner tonight. We found the, the hats that we've been searching for, for a while. Yep. Um, so problem on that is that we got to order 72 of them. So yeah, a bigger, definitely a big first batch. <laughs> we well, we I mean, need those listeners. To, <laughs> we pull out their we have at least 72 fans. I mean, yeah, they're all going to want one. But. Yeah. The hat is going to be cool. I mean, definitely a reason we were looking for it for so long was uh, after a visit to the Trek World Cup, Trek was sporting this particular hat in right. their store and we bought it and it, it is one of, it's definitely the most comfortable hat I own, yeah. I think, as far as the fabric and the fit. So we sought only the best for Eclipse on Tap <laughs> and uh, he, here we are, maybe potentially getting a hat too. So yeah. we will see. Um, I think I, I think by episode 36, which would be October's, or sorry, <laughs> September's episode, we should be up and running with that. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Got to figure out the legalities if, no, we don't want, we could start an offshore account <laughs> so we don't pay taxes on it. Yeah. yeah. We're headquartered in yeah. the Bahamas. <laughs> um, yeah. No, but that'll be up, work. And, up and running soon. So exciting times. Uh, the podcast over the course of the 36 month period that we've been doing this, has really grown. Um, you were referencing even when we were setting up, we still have the original mic that David and I started out with. It's a tiny little mic that is intended to be clipped to your laptop for a web meeting. You know, it's tiny and pretty inadequate when it comes to this kind of thing. So to think that, you know, we're here now three years later with a legit setup and um, Nathan aboard and just a lot of momentum building in a positive way for what we got going. So we're pumped about it, I think. I mean, it's just one of those scenarios where you start to feel some traction and you're passionate about doing it. So it's, yeah. you, you roll with it and it, it feels good. It's a rewarding feeling. Yeah. I mean, we got the good, the, the right combo too. you know, we got, I think, um, we've kind of definitely our first few episodes. If you look back there were, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Well, it was, it was challenging, but you know, I think just because it's like, you know, you're not used to having a microphone, I think in front of your face. I mean, it was literally you, me just in the basement, of your parents basically house, yeah. just hanging out it, but you know yeah so, it, it was it's such a weird it's a, thing yeah it, but we were trying to be all proper like it was oprah you know oprah Winfrey show <laughs> welcome or whatever, to the like, ellen show hi and welcome <laughs> we're about to talk to you about our feelings for the next three hours yeah uh, it was the just, best it was, the best thing like it's just evolved in a lot of ways like yeah. for example we just thought that's what you did on a podcast was say you know it's fine to roll in the same way we've done that from the beginning just for kind of nostalgia's sake but then it's not necessary for me to be like, it's episode thirty-five, and I'm and I'm your host, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the rundown today, we've got and with asteroids me, <laughs> passing by Earth. <laughs> with me tonight is the other co-host, David. <laughs> and then David goes, and now, <laughs> now it's time for the showcase showdown. <laughs> <laughs> you can bring a couple fans up to spin the wheel. It was um, not. It's just not necessary. But you, when you first start it there's so many factors where so just getting from that point where we're all proper and introducing it in that way to now being here we're we're just so much it we still are just as serious about it about the podcast but it's just a more loose conversational piece right you know well, i mean it's like yeah it's and that's like, what we wanted it's like talking to uh you know talking to who like a, a i don't know it's weird it's a weird thing because like it literally is just a few people or a couple people mm-hmm. just sitting there that we we know each other and everything, but then you put a microphone right there and you're like, oh, it changes I, things. Yeah, what do I do? 
Yeah, but we've but, grown yeah. into the mics really well. Like when you, fr- it's totally underestimated yeah. how much. Like even if you're an outgoing person, if you have not talked into a microphone and heard yourself and you're recording live, it's weird. You know, mm. like that first yeah. time, it's kind of a. You feel like you're almost going on stage. Or and something. It was, we I, didn't even I have the headphones yet. No, we didn't. We, we, it was like you and I literally could have just been sitting talking without a microphone, <laughs> and it was the most. It was a little bit awkward. It was yeah. like. <laughs> what's what's the planet of the month this month matt (laughs) yeah we would have notes set out which it's weird because there there is a place for that type of podcast but we are not it you know we're not that and we didn't intend to be that from the beginning so it is it is funny to what it's grown into it's so much more fun to do (laughs) well jupiter's a fucking shit storm right now i'll tell you that much (laughs) the winds of jupiter are blowing the planet apart yeah but yeah it was just that's we had they're fun though those are still really fun we we, there was like dad was in the basement with us one night and it was just total i mean carnage yeah it was carnage but it was fun yeah just because there's a pub literally a bar behind us (laughs) so it was easy i feel like we probably drank more (laughs) during those probably yeah. yeah yeah but they were still fun yeah yeah so it's cool to just if you're someone that's new to listening which you might be because with the cycling kid and the shirt and stuff, like we've definitely probably gained more listeners in the last three months, four months, yeah, six, I guess. Well, at least, um, yeah, people hearing about it anyway. Definitely, yeah. You know, who knows if they actually engage and go and listen? But if if they are, if you're listening from something, if you're a friend of ours, um, to to go back to episode one is fun. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, entertaining. Yeah, so you get it. We like. I think it's good though that we take it lightly. It's not like oh sh- shit, we need to go back and delete episodes one through eight because they sounded more awkward, you know. But just let let it go. Let it yeah, go. it's called evolution. <laughs> uh, e- evolution. Uh, good. What times. we got here tonight, boys? Yeah. Introduce the beverage. Vega has uh, been delivered from our friends at Ecliptic Brewing. This is edition eight, Matt? Yeah, yeah. I think it says on the bottom it's stamped oh. with like a laser stamp. Um, should say Vega number eight. Number eight, yeah. Yep. So this is their new one, their new IPA. We I think we featured a couple predecessors, the Vega six and seven. On a side note, we're all drinking Bush lattes tonight. Yeah. And I just yeah. noticed on the side of the can it says, does not contain coffee or milk. <laughs> that's great we'll have to do a close-up of that well, and this uh, can from ecliptic too yeah all right let me give you the rundown on vega number eight <clears throat> experimental ipa series vega ipa is an experimental hot playground for curious and creative brewers could to continuously source new and unique hops exploring the boundaries of the ipa style the result the result is a fresh and distinctly different ipa with each new release um and then the rundown. Well, I guess that's all we got. Oh, the batch number of this. Yeah, that's all we got. It's just it's an experimental. Experimental. It doesn't give, it doesn't give us a rundown on like what they brewed it with or anything. She printed me a Pure sheet, blueness. and this would this is an apology to Colette because she does print like a sheet um, that has like a more detailed description. Well, I should have kept and, all of them. Actually, and, and yeah. I have. Well, I have listeners, a few listeners. Yeah. Learn more at eclipticbrewing.com slash vega ipa there you go there you go so just vega go there vega ipa ecliptic.brewing.com slash vega ipa yeah it's uh i'm gonna do it right now big shout out to ecliptic uh colette becker and john harris uh colette the marketing manager and and john the uh, head brewer and owner of course um yet another delicious looking and very space themed beer which is i have not been disappointed by one of these yet no not at all 
anything but. Um, and just and the cans too. The combination of the great beer, the great logo, the great can. I like the size. You know, they do like the twelve and the sixteen ounce cans. And it's got a, a color that seems to be uh, right on my palate. It's like a golden hazy. Yeah, a little bit hazy, but yeah. not too juicy. Did you get that website it says pulled? Page up? not found. I'm trying oh, to get page it not up. found. Is it a spelling? Is it Vega there? IPA. Yeah. Vega IPA. Brought to you by Ecliptic. Well, maybe it'll, maybe it'll load. Um, but yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> named after uh, the star Vega. You did of the course. slash. Uh, it's a backslash. Oh, you know what? I sure did. That does gonna be a problem. Vega Anyhow. Vega IPA. Boys, cheers. Sorry. Yeah, cheers. Let's let's okay. taste this experimental. I just realized beer. I had a typo. Never mind. It's all good. I'm sorry, guys. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. John Harris. Happy Collette. third anniversary, boys. Thank you very much. And cheers to Clipton Tap. Third anniversary. Cheers to three years. Ooh, num num num. Let me correct Ooh. my uh Ooh, that is spelling good. here. That, that is a nice clean finish, it too. That is good. That is one of the hoppier beers I've ever had. Yeah. I think. It's loaded with hops. And it's it's like a a good like it's like you want it like a nice cold one of these just sitting out on a hot day kind of deal it has that taste to it after after like a 10 mile ride i can just crack one of those and get sloppy oh yeah and it's yeah it's not too hazy or juicy it's like more hoppy definitely a cleaner very you know not too tart it's very uh goes down smooth you know very good big shout out to ecliptic brewing with vega all the vega uh, ipas we've had are amazing but I think this one actually is, after a few sips, probably my favorite mm-hmm. because of the crispness of yeah, the hops. Yeah, it's very clean, crisp. Yeah. I love the hazy ones, but you can only have one maybe. I could do yeah. a few of these. Oh, yeah. By the way, can I just do this again? Hold on a sec. The load in? Yeah, I tried to get it. Oh, it brought me to the... Is it a sick animation? The the um, the ecliptic website is phenomenal. It sure is. You pop this thing up and it is just like you're going through time travel. It's crazy. Like yeah. the website like moves. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, but it, it's uh, it's quite the. Uh, they did an overhaul. I think maybe like a couple of years ago or a year ago. Mm-hmm. I think they did an update to it, and um, yeah, it was, it was very cool. It's like yeah. the coolest website ever. You log on there. You're. Uh, it, it's almost like you want to just keep surfing. Yeah. Because it's just so. Yeah. So the Vega uh, specific website for Ecliptic Brewing has more details on the project that they're doing. They're just very, being very experimental with the hops, trying to find new creations. And this is, I, uh, I think, a two thumbs up from me. Um, amazing. Uh, yeah, it's five star. Yeah. Big shout out. Five good. star beer right here. Yeah. They are so kind. Good. So kind to us with the, uh, the libations they send literally cross country uh, from Portland, Oregon to, to us. It's awesome. Big shout out to Ecliptic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Gracias. Thank you. Speaking of ecliptic eclipse, we also have eclipse glasses here on the table. We do. Um, this is actually a fresh pair. Uh, hadn't been. Um, Never been worn. You know, wet on, sw- you know, sweat on, that kind of thing. Uh, it was about 90, 90 degrees or so. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like hot. pretty early in the morning when we got up, and uh, we, we, we got these at the visitor center at uh, Hopkinsville. And uh, the whole way down, the funny thing is, is like for as much as we preach about eclipses, um, we, in the preparation for the eclipse, didn't really ahead of time buy glasses. Yeah. So we got, we, we had my dad's 
little six inch telescope with a solar filter, but we didn't have anything like we were like go, trying to go to Home Depot getting like, you know, like welding, um, a welding shield or, and like we were panicking like, oh shit, we can't get, you literally couldn't find eclipse glasses unless you bought fake ones off Amazon. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary thing. Fake yeah. Ones can ruin so we get, we get down there and sure enough, there's like 300 Snacks. pairs of these things <laughs> just stacked on the table. Or oh. like, oh, I got to buy like 10. <laughs> so. We bought a whole bunch of these things, but this is the one one of the pairs that uh, did not get used uh, while we were down there. But I framed the the used pair. Yeah, just absolutely. It was, it's a it's a piece of uh, time. I mean, that's uh, we'll be doing this podcast for a long time, and that will represent and be a symbol of a very important date. Yes, and and again, I'm going to reiterate. Eclipse on tap for the 2024 eclipse. We need to, we need to get some branded eclipse yeah. on tap because it can't be that oh, expensive yeah. no, I, to I make. It's David. cardboard and like a thin yeah, piece of film. The, the, yeah, they get the film in rolls, and it's a very specific kind of film. Of right. course, it's really dark, but but yeah, then you just there's there are there's a place that does it. I already found the website, and I I was like considering that it's a really good idea. Yeah, I mean. So come 2024, we might be more prepared than we ever were <laughs> going from the last one, not having them until the last second to actually making them the next time. <laughs> and then we get, we get a, um, a representative in any city, major city that the eclipse is going to pass through and we send them a thousand of them, there you go. send them out to each of our reps. Yep. And then, you know, we have like 400,000. We, we know some people across and the country. Yeah. Be, before you know it, we're on uh, a 2 a.m. infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, can you try your glasses on? Oh, wow. Look at how well those fit, folks. For only $25. Use laser buy. lights in the back. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are amazing. And um, if you and if you call now, David, um, you can, <laughs> you can actually get a set of what's, five. What's the deal right now, Nathan? What if in the next thirty seconds, we'll actually let you have all of this? You're shit. kidding me! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Eclipse glasses, though. Yeah. I mean, that's it's nostalgic. You pulled those out, and it's like, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, three th- years that, ago. You think how crazy that is? Like, I think 2017. I think most people weren't weren't really like, at least in the U.S. They didn't really give a shit about it, but if you, I think, uh, I think a lot of people last second because of the like the media and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff on like regular news, people are just going out and buying every single pair of these glasses you possibly could because all I mean even in Grand Rapids you're not that close, but every everywhere you went that had them, it's like totally sold out. Mm-hmm. But and so I, I think this this next eclipse is going to be especially if you live here even better because it's coming that much closer yep i think uh people definitely around here want to buy them but also i mean not, not that i'm kind of like oh but, well we gotta sell these we, we could we could make bank up i'm not thinking i'm not saying that i'm just saying a lot of people it's going to interest a lot of people yeah. because of the build-up is going to be that much bigger locally yeah it'll be a great I'm way to you. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a great way to share our name and promote the eclipse i mean there's gonna be at least 100 more people that know about it because of us. <laughs> exactly there's probably 72 people that might want a hat now there'll be another 100 because they want eclipse classes um you never know but just kind of a, not- <laughs> <laughs> just kind of a fun thing on the side maybe we do in 2024 who knows but it reminds me of the scene in napoleon dynamite <laughs> so if i buy the jumbo 
Tupperware and the, the king size. You're going to throw in the queen size for free? That's, That's right. The way they go. Today I'll do it. I'll do it. Today. I'll, I'll just, just today. I, gotta, I, I should really not be doing this. Got to hit my quota. Uncle Rico. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. a good movie. What else has been going on? We wrapped up uh, Grattan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Congratulations to Nathan for the win. Well, yeah. you know, since, since some, some of our new listeners might have been Grattan attendees. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm just going to let this sink in for a minute, boys. They get to marinate on the fact that Eclipse on Tap won the last Grattan of the series. Yes. Until the first Wednesday of May. 2021 yep. pending no other closures for covid right so it you boys got a, a few months to think about that. should we yeah. so next year i think we should do like a special kit since we won the last yeah like we said last time like yeah. we we should we should get an orange one made for us yeah so that for when like any of leader us jersey yeah, yeah. For when any of us win we have an orange branded eclipse on tap jersey That'd be kind of funny. That'd be, be hilarious. But no, we'd get we'd, we'd just we'd tell Gary to like make it like the exact same whatever Obermeyer's <laughs> yeah. submitting for the design, just replicate it, but put our logo on. It, right? Yeah, <laughs> Gary would love that. Yeah. yeah, we should totally do that. Do you think that would? Uh, is there a sponsor of the current leaders jersey? Like, is it like th- this brought to you by, or is it maybe brought to you by V thirteen? Because I think it, I think it is V thirteen. Oh, V thirteen. Yeah, I I mean. That it would is. be the only thing. If it was like sponsored by one of the riders' businesses, and we were like, well, we're going to wear our own Eclipse on Tap one, and then just turn down the one Brian tries to give us. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, yeah. Gary's got the the template for it, so right. we just have him add Eclipse on Tap to it. Yeah. I'll pay good money for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I might actually train. <laughs> and But then when, if someone else happened night. to win, if, if someone else happened to win, they wouldn't wear that one of ours no they no. have to wear the yeah this yeah. is just within our within they have our to group. wear whatever yeah. the shit they have i don't i don't know <laughs> maybe it's laundered maybe it's not <laughs> we, we should, know that we're wearing yeah gary can you make us uh orange gloves too with uh <laughs> orange decals yeah with a decal on it but yeah i got the win on the eighth of eight nights of Grattan raceway which is a actually a road auto course yeah, um, car but, course. But yeah. every Wednesday night in the summertime this year, of course, delayed half of it cut off because of uh, COVID. But uh, July started back up. Yeah, eight eight straight weeks, and they were all. I mean, as far as weather was concerned, oh, we had a great time. That was the nice thing, I guess, about it starting late is that you didn't have that first. That first week is always cold, right? In May, you know, early yeah, May. Yeah. So um, overall, it was great. Eight weeks. It was um, a lot of fun to get out there and. Push yourself. It flew by, though. Yeah. yeah. It, it did. For it as did. slow yeah. as I feel like the whole spring and the summer have, have gone, mm-hmm. that, like, one thing that I, like, was looking forward to, although, I mean, it was only, it was half the, half the season, basically, but, like, went by, eight weeks went by. Like, it did. Quick. Very yeah, It was quick. crazy, but. Yeah. yeah, it was fun, though. It was a lot of fun. And well, so, and it, the, I think the most fun part about it was that we did the Eclipse on Tap kit. Actually, right in time yeah. for the first week. Yeah. And um, got to, that was like the most fun part was just sporting that kit, I think, all eight weeks for, the, for of this year. Of it this definitely had year. people talking. Yeah. Stirred the pot a little bit. Yeah. All sorts yeah. of talking. I, sh- I should <laughs> add that my, the whole motivation for my, my effort this week was that race chaser showed up yeah and he, he hasn't been out to that race series in probably three or four years yeah, yeah he did show he up for the up last with like, couple with yeah. with like two laps to go and i saw him on the 
the side of the track there and I was like I, I'd been sitting at the back not really doing much <laughs> and then uh yeah I saw him with like two laps to go I'm like ah oh, damn it I gotta put an effort in here <laughs> yeah so David actually was up the road caught caught david and dan Chamberg, who also is an eclipse on tap t-shirt wearer yes my, he is. My, yeah my uh, my cheeks were blue the whole time I yeah was, <clears throat> no i was i was hurting yeah certain there yeah haven't, haven't been much uh much for riding but uh yeah. other than grattan really this summer so yeah we mm-hmm. i went um on the cross tail one on the front straight and uh just put the bit between my teeth he you bit, bit the bit, bit. Yeah. Just, bit the bit. Just tried, just tried. Just bit just that went bit. out, went out there and tried, but um, and I was kind of, th- I was thankful. It was like that, you know, half lap to go. You showed up. I was like, well, that's good. At least the pressure's not on me now. But and uh, yeah, you well, ended up, you ended up uh, having a good, uh, good setup for the finish. So yeah. that was good. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a uh, great way to end the the half season and um a lot of fun to be out there and then the traditional after party with the boys yeah doing our little circle um and the race chaser yeah yeah cracking a few beers post uh post ride just to kind of you know i i actually think we inspired others to do the same this year i agree i think because before you never saw that when we were at had to stay you know we just stayed in the field at grattan but then we moved to meeting at the park and riding from there and then you know meeting there afterwards and all that kind of stuff and it, um i've noticed that more people are starting to hang out and like do the same we're thing we're trendsetters so yeah yeah we are really but it's are. good to see because you never like you literally never like before we started doing that the, no one ever did that at Grattan. it was like you get done you drink uh chocolate milk and you go and then home. go home yeah. yeah go lift weights and put your compression on yeah <laughs> turd compression <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, David showed up with compression on on Wednesday. I well, I did because that. I sit on my ass for like twelve hours a day. And, oh, okay. Uh, I he meant for, for like for riding. No, no, no. I did. Well, he, he threatened to wear them during the race. Oh, no. I showed up with the compression socks on because I sit at a chair all day, so the blood tends to pool a tad. <laughs> the blood pools the tad, so I have to put some long socks on up to my knees. Keeps the blood flowing, yeah, back so, up to where it's meant to be. I, uh, I, I, I threw those on. I'm like, it's the last one of the year. I'll throw some compression socks. <laughs> I <laughs> wish you could I'll, give, I'll give it some hell. I'll give it some hell. <laughs> you should have raised. I'm really gonna give it hell tonight, guys. He <laughs> <laughs> rides away from the field. Honestly, there he goes. <laughs> they really do work, <laughs> man. Compression. There, there's socks. a few culprits out there with uh, the compression socks on. Yeah, yeah. A few? Yeah. At, during the race? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You haven't noticed? No. There's usually two. There's mm. usually two. two. I'm not going to mm. name names. Yeah, we I don't know who's a listener. Yeah, we won't oh. name names. It, I'll tell you usually after intermission. <laughs> <laughs> there's usually two. I only um, I only noticed one. Like, yeah. full knee high. I think the second one didn't always. Yeah. All eight weeks, but did maybe five out of eight. Yeah. Because... Because that that someone saw all the hate online for the compression <laughs> socks and decided to alter their decision. They may have. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, I don't know about the compression socks. Well, while riding, of course. But but no, it was it was uh, really fun. I think to to sport that kit. Yeah. Um, and the new one. Um, I talked with Gary last week. It should have finished 
manufacturing last week and shipped this week so we could even be looking at next week delivery sweet yeah the totality collection yeah which is the inverse one kind of more of the off-road i think that'll be yeah legit and it couldn't come at a better time we're transitioning right out of road stuff with right. Grattan into the mountain biking you know at the underground and whatever um yeah i have to admit i probably dropped the ball a little bit on when i submitted that but i wanted to make sure we get all of the orders in um, yeah, but we could have probably had it for the last Gratton, but it will. Uh, I, I mean, it's more, we, we all, our intent was always to have it be more of like a mountain bike. Jersey yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, gonna, we can, we'll break it out for the fall and people will be like, Oh, is that your training Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, right. Bra, it's the totality collection. <laughs> Brah. Yeah. It's, it, it's going to be cool. I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah. No, it's, it'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll be cool to break that one out here in the next uh, week or so but yep. right in time for the cooler weather yep. unfortunately there's no uh, racing still of course but we can still do our weekly ride yeah. um at the local trails and um that's always fun to yep. transition from the right. summer to the winter doing mm-hmm. that every weekend or every week some cross racing mm-hmm. coming up oh there is cross yeah i did forget cross about is that. coming cross yeah, is coming bro. yeah yeah i forgot about the local cross races are Pretty pretty wide open. <laughs> so here's a story from Grattan last week. So I got done and I was like crawling with, uh, no, no, it was at the very beginning of the a whole whole night. And I was riding next to Nathan and you were right there. Yeah. And we're riding on the front straight and this, you know, we're, we're talking to somebody about like, you know, no, no racing, nothing, you know, there's nothing going on. I was talking to, I think, Nolan. Yeah. And, uh, this the, one of the one of the goobers that I, I, uh, shows up, I think, from the east side of the state. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, there's just there's nothing to do, Nolan. He's just like, yeah, except for this, this is all we got. And this guy's just back there. He's like, cross is coming. <laughs> I'm just like, woo. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I guess it is. It is coming, but yeah, yeah I mean, here, here we are. I mean, if there is anything, but. I don't even know. I mean, you basically you wouldn't have to be a sanctioned race. I mean, you I mean you can't be sanctioned if you're gonna if you're gonna race, but yeah, or if you're yeah. gonna host a race, so you got it's got to be some kind of like underground type deal. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, you know what? The other thing is, Bangma stopped by today, and he's gonna do like a a race on his property. He's got like two miles of trail. Oh, nice. On October, I think he said October third. We should do that. That'd be fun. Mountain bike race. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. That'd be fun. Something to do for sure. But. uh but yeah, transitioning into the cooler weather, that's the kit couldn't come at a better time. Yeah. It's Excited gonna, to get it. A little bit different in terms of design and materials. So Yeah, and people mm-hmm. and some of the added uh partners that we've yeah, you know, connected with in yeah. the time that we did the first and the second kit. Um Rob, you mentioned earlier. Or uh, that maybe it was in conversation. I don't know. You were talking about Rob earlier today. Yeah. Um but yeah, he his photography business is amazing i mean he's the best in, in he, ta- he takes great cycling yeah. photography he's action photos yeah, yeah. Uh, really talented mm-hmm. with the photos and so his his photography brand logo is going to be on the on the totality collection as well as um greg to jn yep uh orthopedics so really really looking forward to that it's gonna be a good time yeah yeah break that out next year at Grattan and yeah it could be that it, it could be, be you know it could be uh the uh conversation kit that we starter. wear just the the normal kit you know that that could be the race forward, kit but, yeah and the white one's the uh yeah training kit mm-hmm. yeah we'll be out at Grattan. we'll have uh 
one guy in the custom orange jersey. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then we'll all be in orange helmets to signify the <laughs> team leading. And then we'll also orange bar tape. We'll also orange get gloves, uh, orange socks. We'll have the race chaser. It'll be the 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 year that he comes out every night, and we'll have him on the back straight or like in the midfield with a radio, and we're all get we all got one piece the radio race radios. In there. Yeah. We'll have race radio in there. Yeah. We did that Maybe last year. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt and I did. David Nathan, backed out. Yeah. Nathan yeah. and I had race radios. It worked for a little bit, but we were, I was picking up like, you have to understand if you're not, if you're a listener that doesn't know what Grattan is, it's a racetrack, but it's in the middle of a bunch of farms. Yeah. And so um, my radio was picking up channels of fellow farmers that were like, <laughs> like <laughs> t- tilling the field while I'm just like wrecking myself on this racetrack on my bike making my third pass at paddock eight yeah <laughs> <laughs> like putting the hay out for bessie out there and then i'm, I'm just like nathan are there and it, it didn't quite work but yeah. guys like what the fuck who is this <laughs> nathan you getting to take a pole and then he chimes in no we already got it we already took poles got the hay out there. <laughs> no no we got it. <laughs> Oh man, but no, it didn't work out that well. It was also pretty bulky. Like it wasn't meant. It was awesome though. It was. It like, was. It, it was, was cool. like what they wear at like you know fast food restaurant to answer the drive through. <laughs> it's like a headset, and it. And that's when when Brian did my write up. You know, he did these these like rider profiles this year. He took oh, yeah. the photo of me wearing that. Yeah. And I just got this mic like <laughs> hanging. In my face. Welcome to Burger King. May I take your order? <laughs> Uh, it was uh that was a fun night last year oh. <laughs> you, i remember you put that matt you put the uh the actual uh full battery on like pack? like battery pack in beat. my skin <laughs> no yeah you put it like it was some kind of arrow pack <laughs> i'm just like what the fuck is he doing <laughs> that was the only pocket in that skin suit oh here comes lance with his team radio <laughs> Douche. It was so good. That's what the intent was, though, was to be like, uh, yeah, that was exactly what we wanted. I, I hope more people thought that. Like, yeah. He has a freaking ice pack. In. <laughs> yeah. Because it did. I actually, I think somebody asked me if you had an ice pack back then. I'm like, no, that's his team radio. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. I love that that was a thing and that people were like talking. Sp- he's talking to his spotter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, waiting along the uh, start finish line, spotting my my race man that was fun it was fun because i i think the mistake i made was early on i i was pinning up that skin suit like a lot yeah and then i kind of i pinned it up too much over a course of a couple of years and then i was like ah, i'm just gonna wear this this is just the the gratin yeah and so i wore it that day forgetting that we were gonna do the <laughs> the race radio and it, yeah it has that tiny little pocket on the back which is actually built for race radio but like yeah. but a thin normal yeah. <laughs> it's not like, like Burger King an mp3 player yeah. yeah not like yeah. an actual trucker you know yeah. radio that was good though got one up high got one up high <laughs> down low down low stay low stay low you're stay clear low. you're clear you're, you're clear you're green you're green you're green oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, the spotter at Grattan. i'm sure yeah. there there are spotters at Grattan when they do auto sports maybe i think yeah I don't know. <laughs> All right. Taking applications for spotters for Team Eclipse on Tap 2021. <laughs> Put yeah. some bleachers in so they can get up high. Look down from below. Yeah. Man, that'd be funny. <laughs> you assholes are all at the back of the pack. <laughs> <laughs> you got 36 ahead. 36 ahead. <laughs> Seriously, though, this week I, I started kind of near the front by David. And then, like, the first lap, we're kind of cruising. We get to, like, the backside of the course 
as we start turning towards home and I had drifted all the way to the back and I'm looking over my shoulder and it's it's Hoss to my left. And he's like, we're all here, Nathaniel. <laughs> and I looked to my right and it was like you and yeah. Mike too. I was like, Schumann was like just off to the right. We, we, we just yeah. kind of we were all there. The back. Yeah. yeah, it was the first couple of laps. And then, you know, at certain points, each of us had like an effort where, you know, we went for something, but then at the end of the race, before your last big pole yeah like i was back there again with you <laughs> yeah, yeah we're just, just cruising um but yeah it, it was good so it's a good spot to kind of test yourself a little bit go out for a you know oh attack other, or whatever the other thing is it was since it was the last week it's it's now become tradition i think it's been three years that i've been doing the the like natty lighter milwaukee, milwaukee's best oh yeah cream yep, the last the night so mm-hmm. we brought a natty daddy mm-hmm I think it was 24 one. ounces. 8%. 8%. I mm-hmm. got you one of those for your birthday. I did it. Yeah, yeah. And I drank it all. Well, and you know what? It ended up with Dan Schamberger, whose birthday it was on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah it was his yeah. birthday. So, so he, he, he uh, chugged it. He had a picture of him drinking it on the bike. That was good. Yeah. I, I ruined it. his dreams because he was with me on the last lap. Yeah. And I was just being a total, just, just hog. I was just a hog. <laughs> I'm just like, just, just, I was a beached whale. <laughs> you, you bit the bit. It was terrible. It was terrible. He and bit the bit and it bit, bit back. <laughs> yeah, but so I, I uh, we we didn't quite hang out there. We hung out there. I mean, had I launched uh, maybe a half lap later, <laughs> but I didn't want to launch in the uh, the headwind because that was the that I I launched in the tailwind, cross tailwind going like a, up like the a hill. True hard ass. Like that's what you're supposed to like. It's cross tailwind. Everybody has to go as hard as you. That's Man, where you go. You just baller. You yeah. just ball it. Yeah, ball it, just and then because uh, <laughs> the, the easiest place to catch everybody obviously is going to be the headwind. Because obviously, who, what dumbass like, I mean, what what guy out there right now could honestly, you know, hold it to break away in a headwind? Like, well, yeah. yeah, I did bridge up to you in the headwind. You did, you did, yeah. The but that, that, that's why got I, a little in lift. that's why I said, well, what dumbass or what, <laughs> you know? I, before I said what idiot would do that, but I'm. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So we were out there dangling, and you know, that's, yeah. that, that you know, we all we both blew up. It's his birthday. I, I feel bad. I wish we we could have held it to the line for him for his birthday, but um, you know, the uh, he gave me a shot of encouragement when I went yeah. for it. Well, I mean, you were our you were uh, Obi Wan Kenobi of that moment. You were yeah. our only hope. Well, and really, so, let's be honest. I'm the only one that's won shit for us this year. That's yeah. true. That's true. Two grads. You won a lot. I could only yeah, muster. I also won at that. I could, I could only you really muster a podium. It was, uh, it was a tough year. Yeah, you year. were on the podium the first week I won. Yeah, it was a tough yeah. year. My best was ninth, I think, or something. It, it, yeah, not on the podium. <laughs> it was but. kind of an odd year. Like we didn't have any breakaways that got away. It, it was yeah. just kind of like a couple. There was one week. One week where that was the well, week you I did ninth. Well, yeah, you I were did. you were like the breakaway of the year. You were not you, anybody else. You did you on twelve lap solo. Yeah, yeah, that was Han Solo. Yeah, you were Han Solo in that moment. But and I think we raced like twenty two laps that night. Yeah, that was, a, that was a long solo. night. That that just seemed terrible. Yeah, yeah that was, was a honestly, lot of was, individual effort. I was kind of like, oh god, that much that just must be annoying right now. Just yeah. having no draft. No. <laughs> <laughs> just no draft yeah man i know <laughs> that's yeah, yeah that's intense but i was just kind of like well 
choices we make. I mean, <laughs> no, no one made him do yeah. that. You know, it's his bed. Make him sleep in it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, because you went on like lap three or something. I well, yeah, I did that night. I went on lap three and I got caught, and then we were in another group, and I, I went with like twelve laps to go. Yeah, just fucking terrible idea. Oh yeah, that was that was the next night or the next week. Yeah. Why do you do that to yourself? <laughs> there, there was a guy, actually the first time he did it, um, before I ended up, I followed Tron Man and then got on the podium, the glory of the podium. Yeah. But this guy, this guy on uh, Old Ball's team was came, came up to me. He's like, your brother's out there. You think he's going to do it? I'm just like, well, just bet he made it. In it. You know, <laughs> he might make it. I don't know. He might but, shit in it. He might make it. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> He I don't made know. the bet. He's going to sleep in it. You still have, still have eleven laps to go. I don't know what he's thinking, but <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Yeah, old Gratton. But the other thing that we had uh, recently was the cottage. Yeah. Some good stargazing out there. Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, in Port Sheldon, Michigan. So in between Holland and Grand Haven on the lakeshore there. We had clear week too. Amazing so it was night like sky. Great yeah. views of the Milky Way. Yep, and uh, Jupiter and Saturn have been like absolutely stunning to look yeah. at this particular summer with the on a clear night um con- some constellations were in really good view yeah it was ideal conditions nobody yeah. brought a telescope that yeah and that you know that's okay sometimes it's like the telescope obviously is like the best thing ever but yeah. once in a while if you're just out there and you don't have to worry about bringing it out and setting it up you just kind of enjoy it from the naked eye it's you know that's a welcome thing yeah every once in a while yeah so and we had a few nights of that so it was good. It was beautiful weather. We had that one night with the storm. The storm. That was a good storm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the storm, that, that story, why, why we've been talking like that. That's where that came out of. Yeah. The storm. The storm yeah. of Sunday storm night. Or was it Monday? 2020. The Monday uh, night. Yeah, that was the Monday night. It was Monday, night. yeah. It yeah. was a big storm, though. It was weird. The water was swirling in two different directions. The wind well, we, was we howling. Tried, like dumbasses, we tried to go fishing afterwards, mm-hmm. and it was like, the wind was howling out of the east to west, and then the lake was coming in west to east, and it was creating this like, like tornado of water yeah. in the channel. It yeah, was it weird. was w- really weird, and and the sky was a real strange color, but yeah. uh, it felt like we were on a quest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a quest yeah. to get back to safety. I think I might have cast four times <laughs> about a two-hour time frame, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, we yeah we kind of were. I mean, it was pretty hard to to actually cast because you, you were casting into what was basically a a tornado. Because yeah, it was literally just so swirling. Windy. Yeah, swir- it um, was just it was nuts. But apparently the yeah the weather was a little bit worse <laughs> in town. But but we we uh, we had <laughs> fun. We had fun. Yeah, we were out there fishing. But yeah, yeah. It's it, and didn't catch anything. It's not like we were on the on a boat. If we were on a boat, I think I would have been freaking out. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't have gotten on a boat that night. <laughs> no. So, yeah, we had some good times out there. Great night sky. Um, nothing like standing at a beach and looking at a clear night sky. Yeah. I, I mean, that's... Like as little light pollution as we can find anywhere, yeah, really. Yeah, definitely. Without going up north. I mean, yeah. that's as good as... <laughs> by far as good as you get um, near where we are within a, a, like a half an hour. You know? Right. But, yeah, man, it, it was uh, a good week. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then I finished up the week actually with a trip with um, my side of the family up in Kalkaska. And that was, that's when you really get, you know, you're up north. Yeah. It's pitch black there. 
and very little light pollution in the northern half of the state. So we, I got, yeah, spoiled. Yeah. A full week and then a full weekend of amazing night sky. Well, yeah, I mean, and we've had, uh, we've talked about going up to the Dark Sky Park. Yeah. But we had a, a friend of ours who also was a fellow eclipse chaser uh, on uh, three years ago at the uh, eclipse occurrence in yep. Hopkinsville. He was right there with us, but. John. Yeah, John uh, went up to the Dark Sky Park this past spring or. Okay, yeah, I think I remember that. Or so, or yeah. summer, but uh, he was up there, but I feel like that should be another pilgrimage we make yeah it's um, an easy trip yeah. too it's a you know maybe three hour drive it's not like it's uh a, a full day or anything like that you could yeah. you could do it in a day if you wanted to um or two days so but yeah we'll have to get get that going for sure it'd be fun do yeah. do, uh, do a little drive up there and then um yeah i mean i mean like you said it's it's literally like a day trip and mm-hmm. you're up there you bring uh bring the telescopes and everything like that and i mean it'd be It'd be amazing. Fun like, little weekend. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an amazing spot. It's literally one of the six or seven in the world mm-hmm. that's actually statistically and based on research they've done with uh, spectrometers and stuff, trying to figure out the light that's coming in. It's one of six or seven in the world. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's right. Shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. Um, 20 minutes away from Mackinac Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's an easy. It's an easy drive, and it's. I mean, you, as long as you time the weather right, as far as. Well, we've been talking about doing a mountain bike trip in the fall. Let's just go someplace over there. Yeah, somewhere that, that dark yeah. sky yeah. park. Yeah, know. even if you went somewhere around Glacial Hills, that from Glacial Hills to the dark sky yeah. park is You're like forty 20, minutes. Yeah, twenty to forty minutes yeah. probably. Oh, you really? just got to go on the other. Yeah, it's it's not that far once you're that high, you know, because okay. you're in almost Petoskey area, right, or Bel Air. Yeah. So yeah, you're already kind of getting close to the northernmost point of the lower peninsula right so yeah we'll have to do that it's like the no doubt the tit of the, the dark <laughs> sky park <laughs> the, it's like the the tip of the dark sky park the tip yeah yeah but we, we can do that Just absolutely but we i'm should actually do that i'm running dry over here and I'm honestly too. and i'd like to make another comment my bush latte is a little empty. Yeah, so double so. double dry, not a good thing. No. We'll be back with you after a quick break where we fill up our libations with a very special guest. Mm-hmm. In fact. Oh, yeah. Um, Forgot about yep. that guy. My very good friend, um, long time, uh, lifelong friend, uh, Chandler Makoka. It's going to be a super fun talk, um, talking about space and, and what's going on in his life. So we'll be back with you in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like I guess a few up. minutes, yeah. <laughs> as soon as it, as soon as we fill up beers up yeah. and get however Chandler long over it here. takes to fill up yeah. a couple beers, we'll be back with you then. So cheers, cheers. Welcome back from the break, episode 35. We are stocked up on some new libations, and we have a very special guest. <laughs> We're introducing Chandler Makoka, longtime friend of mine, lo- lifelong friend of mine. 
played t-ball together when we were five and we're still friends today <laughs> we're still friends that's today. an anomaly that's some magic right there oh, man yeah. it just, just the time span sounded funny but um Chandler and I have always had a uh, mutual passion for space. And when we were kids, uh, was it 11, Chandler? 12. <laughs> where's, where's the question going? <laughs> <laughs> what age did we go to space camp? I was holding it in. I was holding it in. But uh, essentially, Chandler and I have always had a mutual passion for space and um, looking up at the night sky and stuff like that. So when yeah. we were 11 or 12, we went to space camp uh, with a couple other good friends of ours. Um, and it was a life-changing experience for me as far as keeping my passion for space alive. Um, so big introduction, huge friend of the podcast, Chandler Makoka. Hey, hey, <laughs> Welcome, yeah. Chandler. I can hear, I can hear the applause. Thank you guys. Everybody sit down. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thank you. Audience. <laughs> you are breathtaking. Thank you very much. Hi guys. So first, how are you? First question. Are Chandler? Chandler. First question <laughs> what up? are you drinking? I am drinking, uh, it's a uh, actually it's pretty it's pretty good it's a cl uh it's a lager from a cl i think it's uh from golden colorado okay. i hear it's cold <laughs> filtered and cold brewed born in the rockies that's pretty neat i think that's that's pretty neat all right some Very cl nice. yes. she's the oh, good that's a classic knees that's all i can afford on this trip thank you yeah and you are currently in Currently, we're at our Airbnb in uh, Carolina Beach, North Carolina. <clears throat> Beautiful day. Back one for us. Oh, Not to interrupt Chandler. Hey, whoa. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cracking the... Uh, so you're on a, you're on I a felt vacation that. That was up good. in the... Uh, the Lagunitas Supercluster. Oh, yeah. The Supercluster. That's a space-themed beer. <laughs> That's a nice one. It's very tasty. Did you get a, you peek at that, Chandler? Where'd the you can? I didn't know. It's, I've got a, oh, an ultra, an ultra like low angle. Uh, hold on, I'll scoot over there. Yeah, Dave is gonna get the other glass. The glass. We'll cheers. Uh, we'll do a virtual cheers here. Um, Lagunita Supercluster on the Michigan side, and CL Coors Light <laughs> on the hometown Georgia. But Georgia. currently on vacation in North Carolina. <laughs> Chandler. Cheers, cheers boys. Right. Virtual cheers. Put it there. Cheers, Chandler. Hey. Thank you for joining us. No, thanks for having this. me special occasion three years uh it's crazy yeah you congratulations you guys that is Thank fantastic you. first of all that's that's something to be proud mm. of really really proud of you guys that's awesome Thank, Thank you for the nice yeah. note yeah, yeah i shared the nice. note with these guys but i have I not meant shared most of you it. were very you're very generous um you called it a congrat congratulatory token yeah and i think that's exactly <laughs> that's what it is it's an awesome gift so i'll pull it out one second hold on <clears throat> It's like Christmas morning. Yeah, I was gonna say it is. Courtesy of Chandler, a slice of the command module. From oh oh shit! So um, oh, get that we on. We got the, our own museum here uh, at uh, the Eclipse on Tap podcast. We got a little. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it's the, it, a little, uh, a, a tiny square of the actual command module. Holy fuck! Apollo, Apollo thirteen. Sorry for the language. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's I a like piece it. of history right there. Thank you so much. Hey, you guys awesome. deserve thank it. You. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you very much. My pleasure. I cheers saw it and I was like, you guys need to have it. And cheers to you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's it's like mind-blowingly cool. <laughs> I mean, it's weird. It's like, wow, this is actual history right here. That's amazing. Well, and the best thing about this that I actually just noticed 
is that it's Apollo 13. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, wow, it's blowing my mind because my dad has my, my dad has Apollo 11. Oh, yeah. He has an so Apollo yeah. Yep. Yep. He's got that one on the pub. Uh, but this is 13. This is a special one. So, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. I, I think if I was going to if I was going to pick yeah. one it would be that one that you guys wouldn't have so far. So there you go. Oh shit, yeah. Apollo yeah. 13 is yeah, man. And Tom Hanks touched that. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was there. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> oh man. Tom Hanks. Kevin Bacon touched it. <laughs> <laughs> they all, they not Gary it. They Sinise, though. He's uh, He got the measles. Yeah. What's the Kevin Bacon nah. thing? Like the, the seven degrees or something like that? Seven Five degrees years. of Kevin Bacon? Yeah. yeah. It's delicious. We know. We now know him. <laughs> so we're within the seven degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, big thank you. Um, it's awesome. You've been on a couple, or at least one podcast. Yeah, at least one. Uh, we did one at, at NASCAR a few years ago. And NASCAR, yeah. yeah. And um, if you're a longtime listener, you know that uh, I think it was last summer and the summer before, so the first two years, um, we did a live recording from our annual NASCAR race trip uh, with kind of a roundtable discussion, and it was awesome. And Chandler was there. Um, we That's a highlight of the year. Unfortunately, this year, uh, due to everything going on, the NASCAR race couldn't happen, but uh, in years past and in years future, that'll still be a thing. And so you you definitely were on the the one round table. I know that. Yes, yeah, right. So much so, fun. That yeah. was a good episode. I lo- I enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was hey, good. It's fun to have that you, many people. You had, um, my dad. Yep. Was your dad on it too? Uh, yep. My dad was yeah. on there. Um, the first year we did it, it was more the the dads were both there, and of course David and I. But then it was like Chandler. And then my friend Andy mm-hmm. and a couple other friends. Yeah. And then the second year we did it, we had like everybody, including our nephew Tyler. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah, that Ryan was yeah, that was um, the second time we did it. And you were there for both, I think, Chandler, right? I was there for one. I didn't. We didn't make it that night. Um, oh, that no, was Saturday came, night. We yeah, came yeah. that day, but we we left before you guys did it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was uh, last year. Yeah. Yes. But, but yeah, so welcome back, and um, thank you. Getting back to the space camp thing, I oh, think yeah. that's you know one of those things that we have a mutual shared experience at space camp, and it's very topical in that space camp and actually the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville, Alabama, literally was on the brink, uh, a month away from completely going under, completely being defunded, everything brought down, and it just becoming nothing. Yeah. Um, due to the the economic effects of COVID, so. There was a huge donation run, and thankfully they've saved it, um, at least for the time being. And now, now they're raising for future years, of course. So, but space camp—that was a crazy time. It really, really was. And I mean, it, when you said life-changing, it was definitely life-changing for me, as I remember um, all of us were sitting—you know—we're sleeping in our, our habitat. They called it, and these habitats were like crazy looking. They're just like futuristic tube-style, like apartment building things. And uh, uh, I remember we flipped on the light one morning, and all the roaches scattered. And that was my first yeah. time seeing a roach. <laughs> so welcome to the uh, southern United States. Yeah, yeah. And I, was, I mean, but just a half hour ago, we're eating outside. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Just fending them off, you know. But no, it was it, it, thinking back on it. It was just like for us to be experiencing it when we did um, at our age. It it felt like they gave us like the world, like they really made us into like pilots, you know, like we could actually go and fly these things when in reality, you know, knowing what we know now and being older and stuff is like, Oh, they were just, you know, 
little simplified things, but in the moment, it really felt like we were doing what we were being trained to do. And I mean, I, I remember feeling like just such a high responsibility. Um, I guess I, one of the runs we were, we were doing the, the simulators for the space shuttle, and one of them, I was a commander on landing. And uh, it's just like, oh my God, if I don't land <laughs> I this thing, it's <laughs> crazy. But no, it was, it, it really is. It's, it's such a fantastic experience for kids and, uh, and just the adults who connect on that level and they can share that mutual love for science and space. Um, yeah. That was invaluable, especially for our dads too, to to come and, and drop us off and pick us up. All I guess all of our families I think came for the pickup, or maybe it was just our dads. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it, it was, was just, just that. The dads. It, was, it was yeah, but it was so cool just to to share that, you know, that mutual yeah. love and, and respect and and just so much fun. Yeah, and and what's cool too about it is it's it's an experience that then you can you'll have with you forever. And so even as an adult, they do offer like more of a long weekend edition. Mm-hmm. but it's for for adults like so we could just go back you know and, and do oh yeah space do camp like, over is, again uh, as adults yeah is that space how, thing how far away is that from uh 2024 so totality um they do it yeah every year i i just mean like if we take a road trip down there oh how like what we actually like, do oh from the epicenter yeah um huntsville to probably somewhere in texas i don't know that's I feel like that's longer than maybe I think. 10 but. hours, maybe? Yeah, 10, yeah. 12 hours. Probably less. I was thinking that'd be a, a yeah. great time to go do it. Just a big road trip. Mm-hmm. Go to a few or a few days early. and. I was going to say we'd go to a, uh, the the bowling factory uh, down in uh, Oh, at Ebonite, yeah. Ebonite. Like that. uh, that would be kind of cool. but Where we saw the eclipse, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's um. There, there's definitely fun. those pilgrimage-type trips that we can plan, uh, whether it's adult space camp, seeing a launch together, um, oh, that's that has to happen at some point. Um, I highly recommend it. Yeah, you've seen a couple we, shuttles, right? Yeah, we were fortunate enough to see the very last shuttle uh, launch uh, in person, and um, like you know, right there, right by the big countdown clock and stuff. And my dad actually worked on the space shuttle. He was a des- uh, designer for the um, the nozzles on the solid rocket boosters, and so and throughout his whole career and his whole life, he never saw a launch in person. And so that was his first time seeing one is sharing that with us. Uh, and for the very last shuttle launch. And it was, just, I mean, you guys know how delays happen and stuff. And it was just like the most gamblish thing that we could do. we like went off on like a Tuesday and we took and taken out of school and stuff. And was like, all right, I hope it works because otherwise, uh, yeah, too bad. It's the best way to do Once it. Once in a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. When it happens, when everything yeah. locks in and it's like a, the perfect experience it's it's yeah you'll mer- you remember that forever it's oh, it's cool yeah. so, so well cool. at an adult space camp could be could be that like going back down at this age i think would be a lot of fun like you i mean you'd have such a different like you, you go back into the what do they call the um the, the dorms the habitats yeah. yep. and just like drink beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i will you know Whereas, to this class day, starts I, at 7 a.m sharp <laughs> just walking no, around no in joke. our whitey tighties just whipping each other with towels <laughs> Get ready for the morning, boy. Getting ready for the morning. <laughs> and the space camp kids are across the hall, like, what? The? <laughs> I'll never. I I have never forgotten the sound of the counselors coming to to wake us up because yeah. we were like we were like the third or fourth habitat from the door or something or from the stairs, and so yeah, you would hear it coming down the hallway, and they would just bang on the side and go, "Counselors, time to wake up, rise and shine." <laughs> and they get up, um, get up, get out of the rack. Yeah, they were actually like pretty strict camp counselors because I think they. they realized that you know these are like 11 and 12 year old kids so we 
we would love to be like a very do whatever kind of camp, you know, like you can, um, wake up when you want, but that you have to come to this class, whatever they can't, they can't do that. The kids are no, too yeah. young. So they have to be kind of strict. And, um, they also wouldn't let you, us have candy in the room. That's right. <clears throat> and so yeah. what we used to do is take Lots the trash bag out of the trash and, and put candy <laughs> in the actual bin and then put the bag back in over top. So it wasn't ever touching trash. We yeah. had like Twizzlers and Snickers and shit. It was, like it was fun. So shoes. you had that. Yeah. Charleston shoes. We had um, oh, the most random <laughs> big stuff league in there. chew. <laughs> <laughs> General. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> just having that camp experience as a kid. Plus, it also being the space. The same thing at adult camp. There's going to be like no alcohol in the room. We're going to pull a trash bag out. Yeah, we'll break it out. We'll break out the trash bag. I mean, that's a good technique. It worked for us with candy. Oh, yeah. I learned I this once on a podcast. <laughs> They're putting me in this simulator tomorrow. I'm uh, going to have myself about a few shots of Jack Daniels. Well, I'll get in there. Oh, man. Yeah, it, but what Chandler was saying, too, about it feeling so real. It's not that like it was super high tech virtual reality like it probably maybe is today. I we obviously we haven't been there in years, but when we were there, it was still kind of those like early '90s style screens, you know, computer screens. It was, I don't know, it wasn't that high tech, but it moved around and stuff. It was definitely a virtual reality type experience, but still, even with that said, we were like taking diligent notes and like making sure Chandler, because like, the the mission that Chandler was the commander. I was the um, Capcom. Yeah, that's and, right. <laughs> and Adam, that's scary. And our friend, <laughs> yeah, our friend like, Adam oh. was the um, like meteorologist. And Chandler's like flying the shuttle in, and he's landing it, and you could see like, and I have a perfect view of it. And I'm the Capcom, and so I'm kind of just keeping like conversation, making sure we're good. And then Chandler puts the landing gear down <laughs> on the shuttle, and um, our buddy Adam, friend of the podcast, he goes. No, there's a storm. <laughs> there's a storm. There's a, and, and you had to put the landing gear back up for a second. Yeah, it's like, oh, what, what, what are we going to do? Yeah, and, and so Adam was... I'm new! Yeah. <laughs> Chandler's in the shuttle, and I'm in. I'm on the ground sitting next to Adam, and he's, like, hitting me. On, like, he's like, dude, I can't. So we, you had to pull the landing gear up, and then we figured out the weather pattern. Figured, and I just you know, went back into space or something. Just did another orbit and <laughs> yeah. then yeah. did a quick, did a quick Went back to the moon and came back. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think the, the system had like a bit of lag, so like Adam was able to fix the weather problem, and I was like, "All right, you're good. Drop <laughs> so the landing fixed, gear." Yeah, I fixed the weather program, and they're just like, "You know what? Delete that storm. We're good." <laughs> yeah. No, the counselor's like, "Oh, this was a little too hard." <laughs> 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 yeah, they we just. Don't worry about the storms. Take the storms out. But it got fixed. Chandler landed in the shuttle, and um, it was it was amazing. That's and then on the first, to it. yeah, the first mission we did, I think, were we both in the space lab or something? That's right. <laughs> it was like you're in the space lab, which of course is was part of the shuttle. The the oh, Canadian okay. arm would pull the space lab out from the cargo bay and like hang it out there, and they'd do experiments on the space lab. It was more of a little room area where they could have plants growing and doing all sorts of tests in space. But when we were there, the, the space lab was just like, your partner sits in a chair. <laughs> yeah. And you need to spin that partner in that chair as many times as you yeah. can. And then they get up and you have to count how many steps they can take without falling. <laughs> in space. In space. 
it'll give you a feel for space. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so Chandler and I are in the space lab, and there was like one other kid from Wisconsin or something, like some yeah. other. I mean, I that sounds remember. exactly right for some yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, because we were friends already, but the Wisconsin guy was like a new, he didn't really know us that well. So we're like spinning each other almost sick in the chairs, and he was just like kind of standing in the corner, like, what what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> you didn't think we were actually going to follow this book and do an experiment, but um, no, it was, it's space camp is insane. I mean, like they serve you, you know, astronaut ice cream and for dessert and stuff and at the at the cafe. It's it's the coolest. It was really cool. I remember the one thing that that was at the either the advanced advanced class or the uh, like the adult program was that they could do the underwater simulation thing of like a spacewalk. Oh, oh yeah, cool. it was just like in a huge tank and stuff, and we we're just like, man, that'd be so cool. And yeah, yeah I, that would be I, so cool. <laughs> so cool, like full donning full blown scuba gear and special mm-hmm. tools that they had to like make it and make it feel like it was actually on the lunar surface. Yeah. Oh yeah, the it was like this big cylinder that was probably you know thousands of gallons, super deep tank, and at the bottom of the tank was like a mock lunar lander, and so these guys are diving down there and getting this feel of weightlessness, but trying to fix everything. And it was, yeah, on it, like when we were kids, it was like that. We I remember thinking those guys are professionals or something. Like, right. you know. <laughs> it's like these guys are training like to go up, right? Yeah, they're training. Yeah. They're going like they're going to space camp because they've been selected to, <laughs> to, go, to go up. You, you got that feeling when you're like 12. You know? <laughs> Come to find out it was just a bunch of jackasses like us. He's got a chew in his mouth and he's like hungover, sweating bullets. He's just like, oh, oh, fuck, I gotta fix this nut. <laughs> like, what size Alan keys they tell me? <laughs> is it a 10 mil? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, perspective is everything. Because when we were kids, those guys were like, you know, it's like, <laughs> They must be astronauts. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's a, it's a freaking it's true. dude with a beard gut just like, oh, fuck, fuck. It's like farting, his, farting in the uh, scuba suit. <laughs> you got a oh little extra God. buoyancy there. I need you to... Yeah. yeah. It's just... But when you're... Like, the way that the tank was set up, too, when you're waiting in line for the cafeteria food, um, mm. you can see it. You can see the tank. Like it's it's like almost on it's like when you go into rain, rainforest cafe and <laughs> there's the aquarium. It was like that. there you go, kids. Go We're going space into space camp. camp it's cafe. Just like rainforest cafe. Yeah, here's the here's the guys that are scuba diving. <laughs> just have a great lunch. That image out of my head. Just <laughs> older men scuba suit just farting and picking it up. Being hungover, and, and there was some six-year-old there, uh, like he must be a real astronaut. <laughs> he's he's an astronaut in training. <laughs> look, look, he's mom. been selected to go up. Yeah, no, yeah. it's that would be hilarious. <laughs> we'll have to find out if they do the scuba diving for the adult space camp because if they do, we could just go to David's pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Put a, put a fake limb in the bottom of the pool. This is an old lady floating by. It's like dudes in their thirties in scuba equipment and it's like six foot deep pool. Those are real astronauts in training. Oh my god. At the at the condo pool, those are astronauts training. Oh man. 
Oh, you see. <laughs> so the oh. private sector is taking over, I think. Yeah, you know. NASA has somehow contracted the pools of our nation. <laughs> we all walk in there with NASA hats on. and <laughs> Get a car to drive yeah. you to the pool <laughs> with your NASA suit, your scuba suit on, so you don't even have to dress at the poolside. You just... Taxi over there. <laughs> You're there. <laughs> we, we buy a golf cart and then dress it up like a lunar rover. <laughs> <laughs> Drive it right into the pool. <laughs> right into the pool. Bust down, bust down the chain link fence. Just <laughs> not even there. It's, it's gone. <laughs> so yeah, send your kids to space camp. <laughs> oh man, space camp. It's amazing. The best part about that whole story is that Space Camp was saved by generous donations of space enthusiasts and yeah, actually some industry leaders even, right? I think Boeing was yeah, 500000 There was a, I mean, yeah, I remember even when we were there, there was a ton of money dumped in from Boeing, Lockheed, and, and all these yeah. other private companies that were just, you know, the exhibits and things like that. But all the restoration on all the rockets and stuff is just like, man... So much yeah, money yeah, into this. They've done a good job with uh, restoring the, the whole area, really, I think, over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. From what yeah. my dad has said. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> big, the, one of the coolest things, too, and I'd like, I, I don't know if <laughs> they let adults on the ride still, but do you remember the Power Tower ride? I was just about to mention that, right next to the Saturn V. Yeah. So it's like a, can you, how do you describe that even? I mean, well, it's like it's not, not a roller coaster, but. No, it, you know, it's like a thing that launches you in the air, right? You sit on the sides of it, and it's just like a central tower, and you're the guy, you know, everybody's on the outside, and, and basically just launches you straight up in the air really fast, just like a, a amusement park ride. Yeah, but, but it was uh, at the height was, of the, or almost the height of the Saturn V. Almost the height of the Saturn V, but it was right next to it, so it was just like you're going up the rocket. <laughs> it's just like, holy shit. And you're Yeah, because like it goes slow and, up, and then it drops you. Is it still there? Right? I think so. I think, yeah. yeah. I would imagine so. I mean, I don't know if adults could ride. Could adults? Yeah, could, I think it was like a legit ride. <laughs> it wasn't like a carnival thing. It was. It was We're like not that big. Come on, bring your kids. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, we're not that big. Um, we can. We can go up. Um, but I know I haven't grown since then. So. <laughs> yeah. I well, still, I wasn't gonna say anything. But. I'm still the same height and weight I was when I was. At space camp, it just—it's like Peter Pan. Peter Pan <laughs> it was will always be a boy. <laughs> Matt Dayton will always be a boy. Space camp is a special place. It's cool, and um, I'd love to go to adult space camp. Yeah, we need to make that happen. I think we really do. I'm in for that for sure. Yeah, and it's not that expensive as far as like <clears throat> it's it's shorter than when we were kids as yeah. far as the duration. I think it's a long weekend, maybe Thursday through Sunday. But I think it's yeah, four hundred like bucks a week okay. or something. But yeah, yeah, ours was a full week, including the weekends. Um, but I think it's four hundred bucks for the long weekend, which isn't. That I would like bad. to. I would like did to they, point out, Matt, uh, that, did that they, it was Space Academy that we went oh, to. Yeah. <laughs> Space Academy, Space Camp was if you're under the age of ten. Oh, we were correct. advanced, eleven to thirteen. Landing shuttles and shit. Yeah, <laughs> kinda. Yeah. Um, but did they talk about alien life forms at all? I or was it just about like flying a shuttle and no, doing like? No. Yeah. Yeah. It was like specific training for, just, for the rocket. That's you sit down the first day of camp. You're in the seat. Yeah. That's yeah. it. No. 
No, but they did talk about, they had like seminars uh, with different space topics. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, do you remember Chandler? It was like the protege to Werner von Braun, I think was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Assigned our things. Yeah. He signed our um, last man on the moon book as did Gene mm-hmm. Cernan. Yep. That did he sign your book though? Yeah. Legend. Yeah, he yep. did. Gene Cernan was there with Alan Bean. Oh man. And this other German dude from uh, Werner von Braun's like legacy pretty much he wow. like helped work on the lunar lander or something wow um but yeah, alan bean and, and gene cernan were there uh signing gene's book and the last man on the moon that's right when that came out and i didn't i didn't know at the t- like i don't think i had the capacity at the time to really understand who these people were no. um <laughs> but looking back on it now it's like I, that's i am so glad i got to do that yeah it's like that scene in october sky when uh um and uh, Homer Hickam, you know, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's like shaking yeah. hands with everybody because he won. And he shakes hands with, uh, was it, it wasn't Werner von Braun or anything. Maybe it was like Gus Grissom or something, you know, somebody like crazy big. And he just disappears into the crowd. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal's like, yeah, cool. And they're like, hey, do you know who that was? <laughs> like, exactly. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Well, uh, I was, it was probably, I don't know, probably a handful of years ago. And I'm in the airport at Grand Rapids um, Airport. And, uh, there was a, apparently that weekend, like a conference or something like that at the, uh, airport for the academy, local flight academy. And I'm just in the local GR airport. I'm standing in f- just about to hop onto the plane and, the off the jetway, I, I comes Jim Lovell walking off the jetway into the Grand Rapids <laughs> airport. And I'm sitting there and I did I'm like, I'm totally in my, in the zone. I'm, I think I was about to head to a bike race. And I'm like, just kind of like hanging out, just whatever. And I glanced up and sure as shit, I'm like, I did a double take. And I'm like, what? That could not have been him. That's insane. And uh, I hop on the plane and like 20 minutes later, I'm like looking through my phone. And there was like a conference and Gene Kranz was there with Jim Lovell doing a speech at Crazy. the local flight academy. In just like locally in GR, I had no idea. It was just luck of the day. Just like happened to have been there the same day. But that was yeah, it was crazy and then i i obviously was just blowing up my dad's phone just telling him everything but um yeah it was cr- i mean i don't know most people like that guy was walking through the, the airport no one knows who he no. is no i was i just talked to my dad all the time i'm like what if i would have ran up to him and said can you sign my arm <laughs> he'd, be like, he'd be totally blown away number one that anyone recognized him my age you know my yeah. age people yeah. he assumes no one knows who he is but yeah he's just an older dude that's maybe in, in a suit yeah, or... especially his age now yeah yeah it's uh when you meet someone like that that has literally walked on the moon or been close to it um in orbit of the moon and been an astronaut it's unbelievable to to get to see them even um because it's such a rare thing you know not very few people have gone into space even so super cool that i mean that was and that was on the last day of space camp if i recall like it was in the gift shop and it was almost like they kind of let you go after the ceremony or whatever the graduation Mm -hmm. thing which actually did get like a cool uh wings pin like a that's right you got your wings you know um but they just kind of let you go and then it was like in the gift shop today gene cernan and alan bean were like my, I think our dads were like, go, because <laughs> yeah. they knew, they knew, but we, we didn't really wrap our heads around it. I don't think at the time, but, um, yeah, I still have that book. It's amazing and to, to see it, even to see the autograph and all that. So, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's absolutely, absolutely amazing. But great back, memories. Back to uh, your question, Nathan. They did talk about other things than just rocketry. Mm-hmm. So there was like seminars on astronomy. There was a planetarium, I think, maybe, or at least some sort of visual mm-hmm. display of the stars and stuff. So. I think I don't know if they talked a lot about extraterrestrial life or life on it other was, planets, but it was it, it was more or less just like this is what an alien gun looks like. So <laughs> we give this to our astronauts. Somebody pulls to up alien. to you with this in your shuttle. He just blew, <laughs> yeah. blew our cover. Space camp is actually a front for Area 51, and they train kids how to use alien <laughs> weaponry. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, I no. still got mine. The, it's the grooming yours. ground for uh, uh, the uh, Space Force. Yeah, they're actually not training you to <laughs> fly a space shuttle. They're training you to fly a Tic Tac. <laughs> 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 and you will uh, yeah, fly, zip around in that thing. Um, but, no, it, I, I don't think they touched on it much. No. Um, but... I think I remember one cheesy like joke. I mean, I knew it wasn't a joke, but it kind of blew our minds at the time. But since then, it's just been so tired out. They're like, hey, you know, there actually have been aliens on the moon. We're like, no, no way. Like, yeah, astronauts landed there and they're technically aliens on the moon. They They turn it into like a lecture. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, it's like a like a cold open for a show. (laughs) Exactly. And we were just like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, teeing it up again. Camp counselor yeah. Sarah. Four <laughs> hours to lunch. Yep. But um, it's like it's Karen at the chalkboard just uh, telling us that we're just another little, you know, skip on the pond, you know, here on planet Earth. But uh, <laughs> but I think that's a good leading question, though. Even though they didn't talk about it when we were twelve at space camp, what is your take on aliens, especially given? the Pentagon's recent release of we don't know what those things were in the Commander Fravor videos uh, the uh, referencing the unidentified objects. So when it comes to aliens um, what like, or UFOs in general, what do you what do you make of that? Well, I mean, you know me from like way back when and I've always been really interested in the paranormal stuff and not that this would be paranormal but uh, I mean, I've always subscribed to some sort of you know, understanding of maybe there's something else out there. I mean, there's got to be, right? It, for me, it, it kind of mm-hmm. comes down to, you know, I'm an, I'm an engineer and like you, you studied science as well. Yeah. But um, it, it's really just about the numbers, right? I mean, everybody says like there's got to be something out there. And uh, I did read, I can't remember his name, but he was a, a ufologist and he had some really compelling points. But one of the things that I took away from it, um, they were asking him questions about, hey, you know, these new videos surfacing, you know, that even though they were from like 2015 or something like that, or 2013, um, you know, from the Navy and, and the Pentagon and things like that, um, extremely convincing, right? I mean, that it looks just just ridiculous. And it, the the question in my mind is like, why would they be releasing that to us? Is that just throwing a dog a bone, or is it like what 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 is happening there? Um, but uh, yeah, and why now? Maybe yeah, you know, like it, why exactly? But I think that one of the most <clears throat> compelling things that the uh, the ufologist brought up was that. Um, he was asked the question, well, do you think that, you know, aliens are, are, uh, malintentioned or do you think they're, they're malevolent? Like, what, what do you think is going to happen? And he's like, well, honestly, I think if they are advanced enough to be here and to come visit us, you know, in their craft and whatever, whatever way they figured out interdimensionally or however they did, then they're, they must be well advanced to know a, that, we don't need to make a conflict or B they're researching us or C they just 
don't even care or they're just passing through. Yeah, they don't see us as a threat. Right. Yeah. So the he, researching us thing though is um, compelling, I think. It is because, I mean, it's just like the same level as us researching a Petri dish, right? You know, it's like, hey, well, what happens if this, you know, if we introduce this stimuli, you know, and, you know, it, it's it's kind of an interesting thing. And and I think my my favorite way to think about it is that they're, they're kind of overwatching. You know, they're, they've been here forever, ever since we've been here and before probably and they've just been kind of like you know nudging us along and i think what they're what might be happening is that you know they've been appearing more and more over over the centuries and whatnot and maybe because there's more people noticing or maybe there's more documentation technology but you know you see the renaissance paintings with you know with uh, ufos looked like depictions of ufos in them right and um, all the way in the bible and things like that and so i think more or less maybe they're priming us to be ready to accept it even though right now if, if anything like that ever happened if we made first contact probably be the end of our civilization i mean you know of, of civilized society right i mean the the white house would would have zero control over anything <laughs> just it just it's so above their level it'd just be crazy so probably a good thing that that nothing like that has happened yet um but not out of yeah. the question so yeah and it's interesting i think to think about it that way like if it has really been that long that they are present with happenings on earth, then maybe there is a scenario where they're, they're getting, there's, there's gotta be a point in which that ends, you know, right. Yeah. The experiment is they over. They reintroduce themselves. Yeah. And that, and that's kind of the big thing <laughs> hey that guys, they're getting us ready for. Experiment over. Well, well I mean, the, the crazy thing is Let's that turn they, the lights off. I mean, they've been, I mean, I don't know. It seems like there's been sightings over land, part of the time but i feel like a lot of the crazy crap has happened like at least the stuff that's public is the stuff that's happened over the ocean so i almost yeah. kind of wonder how do you keep that low profile if you've been around this long and you, you you have some people who have seen you but they're considered at this point uh kooks in the media and i mean to most people like most people that say okay yeah that person was abducted yeah they're they're a kook or they, they claim to have seen aliens at one point but those are the few and the far between and the, you know, downright proud. Yeah, but for sure. they, I feel like there's, it's like a mystery because it's like you see there's certain things that are seen in the sky that you can't explain. But then I feel like the more serious stuff has happened around the ocean. And think about how much of the ocean hasn't been explored well, and investigated 70%. by us as a human race so far. I mean, most of the planet's water, and it hasn't been even, we haven't even looked at it yet. So I feel like there could be something where they're, they're here, and they've been here, but they've, and they've actually been living around here, and they've been in the ocean. I don't mm -hmm. know. Who knows? The yeah. Tic Tac could, can go underwater. It's been proven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the <di> <laughs> they've done tests of Dude, the No, the they dissolve. I've done that before, especially the orange ones. But <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they are. So uh, much but no, I mean, ones. and then that was that was another good point is that uh, that he brought up is like, listen, if they're advanced enough to get here, advanced enough to do whatever they do in their craft and things, then they're also advanced enough to not be seen. So there must be some sort of reason that we can see or have seen them, you know, like they want us to see them or, you know, in certain scenarios or something just so that they right. are kind of creeping into the, the mainstream. But I totally agree with you, David. It's just it's you know it's it's almost probable that there's something there that we don't know just because we literally don't know <laughs> there's it's yeah. undiscovered 
they could be they could be right there in front of us we don't even know it you know but i i don't know there's uh <clears throat> there's crazy history of them being seen and out in the open in the desert and all that kind of stuff so i mean yeah you never know i mean it could be a situation where some of that's false some of it's true but i mean like uh we've we've seen lately i mean it's been military and obviously now it's the uh, pentagon releasing stuff that they don't i mean they're more or less saying they don't know what the hell it is but right they they just they just recognize that it was not um produced on the planet earth is i think how they phrased it as far as they know that has not been produced from materials available on earth or structures available on earth it's it's an interesting time right now you know unsolved mysteries i don't know if you saw the reboot on netflix uh, i think it's on netflix maybe it's on amazon prime but uh, uh old show from the 90s uh they rebooted it for a season at least for now um but there's one on ufo well, like this particular yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a particular ufo sighting and it was just like it wasn't just one person or two people it was like this whole series of events around this one sighting as it moved like through pennsylvania or something like that just yeah, it was like crazy. New York, I think. Yeah, exactly. It was like crazy, like abduction experiences that were corroborated again, you know, together with people on opposite sides of the state, and it's just like, this is really weird, and it's really, really uh, fascinating to kind of see how that all fits together so perfectly, even not being related to one another um, across state lines and things like that. But again, because it's unsolved mysteries, <laughs> there's no conclusion at the end. It's just. Yeah, yeah there you just go. Leave it. <laughs> that dude was the creepiest dude. Which Wasn't guy? He an astronaut the original. Dude? The yeah, the original old dude that. Oh yeah, yeah. Unsolved yeah. mysteries. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Friday night. Yeah. Laura yeah. and I'd watch that, and I'd go to bed so terrified mm-hmm. just with his voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's Next a weird show. No. Unsolved. I watched so the Netflix stuff is like it's 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 a different, slightly different format as it used to be, but like it's they have it. it I it's basically like a. You know, it's set up like a, a, you know, not almost like a like short little film of like what like History Channel kind of thing. Documentary, but it's like it's like documentary style, and then they they rock into everything, all the details, and it's just yeah, you you get to the end, you don't know what actually happened, but it is crazy. Like some of that stuff, they you know, there's people who across state lines, like you said, like they all saw the same thing, and I mean, you know, like most of these people aren't they're not well to do. They're not getting paid to do it kind of deal. Like they're not getting paid to say it kind of deal, but right. it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy. Like some of the crap that has happened and that multiple, multiple people see it from uh, different distances across the, you know, States across the country, wh- wherever you are. I mean, it's, uh, it's very intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's insane. Yeah, so I mean, answer your question. I mean, it's always something that's definitely intrigued me, and I'm, I subscribe to all the time. But uh, I mean, it's it's hard to, you know, the evidence is hard to come by, right? And it still hasn't changed in the last fifty years or whatever since Roswell. So um, it's it's just a it's a interesting topic, and I mean, we'll find out when we find out, you know. Yeah, who knows when? It feels like there's momentum building. A Definitely, bit. yeah. I mean, in the public eye, at least, I don't know. There's probably a paradigm shift coming sometime. Hopefully, at the yeah, right some- time. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because humans. It'll like, be on November second. I was gonna yeah. say, hopefully, <laughs> it'll be next November, week. Actually. Right here, yeah. Tune into your local radio station. We'll be talking about it next time on Eclipse on Tap. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, you never know. They're really actually don't. on the asteroid that's coming towards us. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, so next week there's a giant asteroid about two <laughs> kilometers wide that's about to cream us. Who are you going to vote for president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pressure's on. <laughs> it's yeah, a it's, giant um, asteroid 2020. Oh, here you go. Yep. Didn't, he didn't expect him, but here he is. Um, it's just an interesting thing to think about and put it in, into perspective as to how it could relate to humans, aliens and humans. Yeah. And, it's always fun to ponder about that and talk about it with people that aren't on frequently. Like Chandler, you've been on a couple times now, but we to always get that interesting perspective of another person's view of that. Cause there's some people that might say, Oh yeah, it's absolutely not real. Like there's, there is no extraterrestrial life anywhere. We are the only ones. And that that's their viewpoint. And that's interesting in a way to hear too. But then you have a whole spectrum of other opinions and it's cool. Well, I mean, last time I was abducted, it was just like the it was the first time I felt really cared for. You know, I felt the love. It was just it was more than you know. Did they give you human. a COVID test? <laughs> yeah, they were like a couple hundred years ahead. Yeah, stuck something on my nose. I don't know. <laughs> we're on COVID yeah. fifty-five. You guys are still on COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's three million four hundred and fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get it the first time, it's like this for the next fifty years. Every year, there's a new COVID. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. to think about. One of those mind-bending thoughts too. Like if you're trying to lay down or something, and you start thinking about it, you get anxious, and you're like, ah. Oh, that was like my childhood. It's just like, <laughs> like <laughs> trying to I'll, fall okay, always you, always clenching my butt like cheeks at night. <laughs> You gotta be careful. You gotta put an extra pillow down there. Just so there's more, more to go through, you know. Because maybe they'll give up. You know, maybe they'll be like, "All right, shut up the pillow." All right. Oh, oh, oh man, he's got a pillow there. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Clearly, All he's prepared for this. Technology would a fucking pillow stop me. My pillow. Save, save my life. Don't take a black light to it though. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Chandler. But yeah, the aliens thing is just like a mind-blowing topic. One of those situations where you have no idea what is beyond, and it's uh, it's crazy to think about and get other people's perspectives. But yeah, I mean, with all that said, I think my drink is just about empty. So yeah. that might be a great place to stop. Thank you again, Chandler, so much for coming on, talking about space camp, talking about aliens. Um, Good to catch up with you it again. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. It's great to see you guys too. It's just been it's been way too long. I always look forward yeah. to NASCAR because it's such a huge, yeah, such a huge uh, reunion for at least people like us that aren't around you guys. <laughs> Especially missing the um, NASCAR race this year, not being yeah. able to catch up then. So yeah, it's been great to catch up and uh, great to talk space, drink some beers, and have a good time. Um, so if you want to follow the podcast on our social at Eclipse on Tap is the handle, Twitter and Instagram. And then we have a Facebook page as well. And then if you want to go to eclipseontap.space, you can learn more and listen to other podcasts on the website. So with all that being said, big cheers to Chandler. Thank you again for the Apollo 13 command module foil gift. Awesome gift. Thank you. Amazing. Um, So one last big cheers. Appreciate it, Chandler. Cheers. We'll catch you next time.
Failure is not an option. Cheers. Remember that. Bye. Absolutely.